Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Um, now, uh, Dr. Declan Ahern is uh, on the line. He is a clinical psychologist, director of Oakwood Psychology and Psychotherapy Consultants. Uh, good morning to you, Declan. Hi, Joe. Um, we want you to help us out, Declan, mm-hmm. because you're an expert in the area. Um, something I've never heard of, and I'm not sure I believe in, in all honesty, imposter syndrome. What's that? Well, certainly the word syndrome is inappropriate for that show. It's, uh, you know, it's it's probably an experience that, that we can all relate to on some level, but to call it a syndrome would be uh, would be incorrect to, some, uh, to suggest it's some sort of a medical illness. Basically, it's the idea that people can feel from time to time that they're a fraud, that they don't deserve to be where, where they're at, that they shouldn't be in a position, particularly a successful position. It may be in, in work or it may be in sport or in social or whatever. So they, 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 they turn around and they kind of feel, oh, my God, I don't deserve to be here. But Declan, you could argue that this could also be called being Irish. Um, and the reason I say that is that some of what points in the direction of imposter syndrome, it's all down to luck and success is no big deal. Now, I'd say I could pull about 50 interviews here mm-hmm. on Live 95 with inter-county hurlers <laughs> who sound like they all have imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. The number of times I've heard them say, oh, jeepers, I've no idea how I scored four goals in that game. It was complete luck. Yeah, it had nothing yeah. to do with my training, my preparation, sure, the yeah. psychological work, the physical work I've done. Ah, sure, it's just the way it fell. Yeah. Well, no, sir. I mean, you're right. Uh, except that, uh, that wouldn't be typically Irish. I mean, this this phenomenon was first identified, uh, I think, back in 1978 in the study that was uh, in America, and it was looking at high achieving women. So the whole origins of this concept came uh, in in the study of high achieving women. And I think if you can if you can uh, understand what it was like even back then, and maybe still some of some of it there now, that uh, when you take in things like the the glass ceiling effect for women in in business. That there would all, there, it's easy to imagine that for a woman going through uh, the ranks and getting to a high status where it was not expected or uh, ac- accepted that they be in that position, that from a psychosocial perspective, in other words, a social milieu in which they're working, would, could very easily make them feel that, oh, I don't deserve to be here because men weren't at all pleased to see women <laughs> making strides. So there was a kind of a social construct that made uh, made the person feel as if they, they didn't deserve to be there. So. And, and I can understand that, that you know, that's, that's, that would be the case. Uh, but is there any argument at all that that's just about having, a, you know, a bad day or a bad month? I mean, nobody's confidence remains consistent oh, throughout their lives. Absolutely, you know? but, but the idea of an imposter, the feeling of being a fraud isn't something that's there throughout your life either. It comes and goes. And I think the most important point I'd be making, Joe, on this, and you've mentioned it yourself, is, is is that what it does is it highlights that, and this has been my experience, and I, I've been working, you know, in various contexts, specifically with sport, which you mentioned, that a lot of success that we experience in life, and in sport is probably the best example, is the, the luck is a huge contributing factor. So when people do succeed, they they know that at some level there has been a bit of luck. 
to get where they... Now, it doesn't mean they didn't work hard and they don't have the talent, etc. But there's a huge part of luck. To be a successful musician, a successful sports person, successful in business, a lot of it has to do with being in the right place at the right time. So there are many, many talented people who never make it through. So the people who do make it through know that there are other talented people who didn't make it, and they're saying, well, God, maybe, maybe I don't deserve to be here, simply because... The, the element of luck does play its part for yeah. all of us. But, but, but does, does that mean then that external success won't insulate you against these feelings? Oh, absolutely. External success doesn't necessarily mean that you feel confident. I mean, sometimes this, in fact, can be a motivating factor. If I, if, if I feel that I'm a fraud and I don't deserve to be here, you can imagine how that will be a motivating factor that I will never stop striving to be better and better because I'll never believe that I'm good enough. So I keep driving myself to be better and better and better because I can never be satisfied. So what you're trying to do is to develop more this internal sense, sense of of confidence and belief in yourself, not depending on everybody around you to tell you that you deserve to be here, but internally that you make sure that you know I deserve to be here. I'm, I'm no better nor no worse a person than anybody else. Yeah. So if I have got to this place, then I'm but, here. But, right, but, but this is not, you don't think that this is in any way generated by successful people desperate to show the rest of us that they're just like us. Oh gosh, no, no, I, I don't see that. I think this is this is much more false modesty. Is what no, I'm getting at. No, no, I, oh, I, I don't know how that, it happened. That, oh, jeepers! I won an Oscar. How did that happen? No, no, no. That that would not be the case. I mean, my again, my experience of working with successful people in business and sport would be that uh, that self-confidence becomes the key issue and that self-doubt can very easily creep in. I can guarantee you that the most successful people in the world carry a very real sense of self-doubt and fear that tomorrow it might all end. That, that's not at all unusual and that's the, that, that's the reality. In fact, the, the interesting thing about the imposter idea is that it actually throws up, it highlights the alternative, which would, I would call arrogance, which is that people uh, have this false belief in themselves that they're far better that they're far better than they okay, actually well, think they should be. Right, well, Dr. Dr. Declan Ahern is talking to us, a clinical psychologist. What advice then would you give to parents about how they instill the right balance yes. in their children? Yeah. In terms of feeling that they're, they're basically what we need to do is create a message for our, our children that they are good enough. It's a phrase we use in psychology and psychotherapy a lot, feeling that I'm good enough. Every, all of us struggle with the idea, am I good enough? So a lot of our psychotherapy work with, with our clients and children, it goes right back to early childhood as well, is getting a sense of, I'm good enough. I don't have to be the best, uh, but I'm no less nor no better than anybody else in terms of equality. So we need to get that sense of equality. If you can right. imagine, the imposter idea creates a sense that there must be a sense of inequality, whereas but, what we're all about is trying to create equality. But how do you prepare your kids for the reality that if they're lucky enough to live a full um, and healthy life, they will face failure. That's just the way it is. Exactly. And what you've got to understand, what we've got to help our children understand is that they are a success no matter where, where they end up in life, that they are a success, that they believe in themselves. A lot of that, Joe, comes back to defining what we mean by success and failure. So failure in, in society's eyes may not be the person themselves may be doing the very best that they can do and, and th- that they can feel good enough in themselves for achieving and for doing the very best that they can do and wherever that leads to. There are some people who've done incredibly well and worked very, very hard to get there. There are other people who've landed on their feet and been very fortunate to be successful. 
but success in that sense isn't the be all and the end all it's how we measure and value people in society and how we measure success right. success should be internally a sense of satisfaction look at it I've done the best I can and if I can live with that I can sleep well at night and our children need to get that message that they're doing the best they can okay it, that's very good advice. Very good advice this morning. And thank you very much right, for, for that. That's uh, Dr. Uh, Declan O'Hearn, clinical psychologist and director of Oakwood Psychology and Psychotherapy Consultants. Call Limerick today now on 461995.